welcome to Failure the Podcast. Thank you for having me. May we, may we present you a mic? Yes, thank you. So who are you? Who yeah. am I? That's who such a philosophical you? question. Oh, well, perfect. It's not, perfect. It's not perfect. that complicated <laughs> after all. Hey, we're recording. Look I at this. am Katya Wald. I'm the executive director of the MIT Enterprise Forum. Mark Cambridge. keeps telling me that he runs this place. Is this true? No. It's not true? No. So is he even on the board? Or is he just boring? He is board. on the board, he's yes. Board. A very helpful board member. He is? Now, what do you say when he's not around? I say the same thing. That I'm can't one of the good ones. Be true. He is one of the good ones. Oh, really? Yeah. I do, Don't say I that. Do I say stuff. the do same not. thing about you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not a board member not like me. Um, well, she's we are the... blessed with a number of excellent volunteers. Oh, there we go. Oh, what a pile of so, oh, poo. She has, she has she's caught Did us without words. Did you hear how my voice changed yes. when yeah. I said that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So tell us about this event that we're about to go walk around in. Uh, so this is our startup spotlight event. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I think, the seventh year we've done it. Yeah. It is sort of the culmination of our program year. Yeah. Um, we invite people to apply. We vet it, about 100 applications down to about the 30 that you are apply here. That? You, you uh, take applications from vets? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you like one. that, Mark? Pretty God. funny, eh? Mark's thank God rolling his eyes yeah, the, the, for those the, of Thank you. God there's no video for the eye roll. <laughs> okay, so you yeah. vet people. We vet them. They um, may be vets, though. Yes. Yeah. Um, we we sort rooms. of are looking for great demos, interesting technology, the stage where they're at, and we want a cross-section of industries and things to show. And okay. that's what you have here. And there's um, voting. There is voting. Is there like a ten or $20,000 prize? There are no prizes. This is just fun sort of category. Everybody gets a trophy. It's Every, like soccer. Not everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> However, there is voting at the end, as I recall. There is voting at the end, and it's in sort of fun categories that mean like, something. So like. most likely to be a disruptor, or most likely to make the hockey stick chart a reality. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Things that are sort of tongue in cheek, but actually have some meaning behind okay. them. So. And, and how many people are attending? We had 330 people oh, good. signed up. You went yes. 10 over your uh, goal. Correct. Yes. And how many companies are exhibiting? 30. There are 32, I believe. Here and tonight. are there any from the Canadian consulate? Or? There are none from the Canadian really? consulate. There are a few friends from Thailand. Thailand. Here tonight. Oh, they were here last year. They were here last Remember year. Remember the food preservation? Yes, yes I do. Yeah. There are three here from Thailand. I still, tonight. I have some of the food from that still. I was going to break it out tonight. Wow. Just, the, yep. You yeah. can hand it back. Well, yeah, I could ask. I was that. lucky enough to actually be in Thailand and judge, oh, yes, right. judge that competition. Oh, no. And those are the ones that came here. So oh, really? Okay. The, one, the ones that here. fed her. That's yes. excellent. Okay. Yes. That's excellent. Okay. Well, very good. Have well, food. Can you give us a suggestion where we should start? I think you should start uh, start with the juice. The juice? Yes. Oh, juice. Okay. J-U-I-C-E. Okay, juice. Oh, I see it. Uh, well, I see beer. Um, okay. I we believe will it's... That could be useful for Mark. He's he's working on his weight now. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm gaining more. I'm just going to start you off where where there's exactly. something okay. to taste, and then okay. work your way around. We will do that. Okay, we're good. So, hey. this is nice. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Kaja. Goodbye. So, what's your name, and what's the name of the company? Uh, so my name is Harsha Jatani and I'm representing Elemental Machines, 
we um, make a automated data collection and analytics platform. Get into oh, it's that. an IoT company. It's oh, an, an IoT. IoT. Mark I, knows that all was going to be my next. Those are going to be okay. my next words using IoT and cloud technologies. Oh, so. yeah, but what does that really mean? Do you have any blockchain? No, not, not yet. Nanoparticles? Don't, 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 don't waste yet. any Artificial time. Artificial no, no, intelligence? I'm done with my buzzwords. It's okay. IoT wait. and cloud. Oh, wait, waste, <laughs> no waste no time on blockchain. <laughs> okay, keep going. So tell us more about right. IoT and cloud. Sure. So Wait a um, minute. I got a new one. Is it an edge device? Uh, I'm not the expert just on that. So just so just say no. Yeah. Say no. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Go. All right. What so do you do? In order to automate data Hold the data mic up your mouth. Not too close, but that's good. Yeah. In yeah. order to automate data collection, yeah. um, we have a variety. We have a few different types of hardware. We have yeah. a temperature sensor that right now is connected to an incubator. I have one inside the incubator. One what does the temperature sensor sense? Temperature. <laughs> Smart, very good. Checking mark, yeah. So I have one inside this incubator, and I have one at measuring um, room temperature yeah. right now. Yeah. And you can see on our dashboard, cloud-based dashboard, oh, in the we cloud. have um, one inside. We have two different meetings here, so it's nice and toasty in Speak our incubator. Speak to the mic. Speak to the mic. Don't talk to us. At 60 degrees and. Um, at room temperature, we have about 22 degrees Celsius. Okay. Nick would like this. It's time and weather. It Does it time. record the time well, also? It, it records time and the temperature. Time. Yep, time and temperature. So, this would be a good podcasting app. We can just right, have it play awesome. time so and are, are you, um, is this I'm being loaded into a time series database? It or? is, yes. Okay. So what's the point? So this can be used. So this is the... This is one sensor. We have an ambient sensor that does temperature, humidity, light, and air pressure. Yeah. And then for other types of parameters, we have this generic data collection device called Element D for data that can collect data from balances, pH meters, centrifuges, other types of common equipment, and it streams the data onto our dashboard. Now, why in 2019 is this interesting? Because... Even in 2019, there are so many companies who are still using paper and pencil to record or pens oh. to record data. And oh. that is just a pretty inefficient way to innovate. Um, our primary market is the life sciences market. And we think that that market provides high value products. I mean, they, they provide, they're developing life, they're literally developing life-saving therapies. So, all right, so let's go into that very quickly. So are you doing cold chain? Is that one of your use cases? We can do cold chain, we can do the entire process. The more things that we can connect to, the better insights we get onto the process. So we're now that we have a stable data collection platform, we're actually building on interesting analytics tools okay. as well. And so um, that will be something that will be coming out. And within you're making the your own sensors, your own devices? Yes. I uh, guess the, the magical question is why? Um, why would you want to make your own hardware when there's so many off-the-shelf components that exist? Well, in some ways, it's actually easier to make a closed system. It's closed and open, but in the right in the right balance. Okay. Um, so, it, there. Think of it. There's so many existing manufacturers from um, for scientific equipment to be able to collect data from hundreds or thousands of manufacturers. It's a really uh, 
lengthy process. Um, if we have our own hardware that can interface with that equipment, then that accelerates our timeline to be able to collect the data and bring that to the market faster. What, what differentiates you from your competitors? Um, so, as I said, to, even in 2019, a lot of people do this manually or using hardwired systems, using... Um, and your competitors, not... not there, there must be other people who sell the same sorts of things. Uh, so a lot of them are not doing the analytics that we're building on top of our platform. They're oh. merely reporting the data and they're not and they're not able to provide the level of insights that we're able to get. So Where do the analytics appear on this screen? It's so, so pretty. So our first one is coming out next week and I'll oh. give you a preview about it. Yeah, yeah so that'd be great. We can tell every time you open up a door, yep. the door to your incubator or your fridge. Oh. And so if the door never opens, for example, that means you're not really using that fridge or that incubator. And so in places like Kendall Square, where real estate is a premium, do you really need that piece of equipment? And so we'll be able to tell operations managers, lab managers, that 50% of your equipment is not being real used regularly. You may wish to downsize because we understand you are. Or alternatively, if it opens a lot at like five o'clock, people are obviously storing beer in it. There you go. Or if it's that the, the other alternative is if it's being opened so like so frequently, like you're likely hearing it from your from your scientific uh, from your scientists. I have no place to store my stuff. I can't run my experiments because I can't find a free incubator when I need it. Oh, and so this go. helps provide the hard evidence that, see, I have a problem. Rather see, now, than if you, if you did artificial artificial intelligence on top of that, you'd I've have everything you needed. That I've refrained from using that buzzword, but our, our okay. CEO does. We'll just we'll just say Mark-like intelligence, artificial. Exactly. <laughs> Vote for us for best in show um, at the MIT Enterprise Forum. Okay, we will thank do you. It. Thank you very much. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Did you read the CNN article last yeah, last night? There was an article in CNN.com, uh, which of course we know is a great a great font of, of scientific uh, news. Um, it showed a some sort of um, image of the moon with that huge crater and that large uh, mass. What can you tell me about that? Uh, so I read that article not on CNN, but in other, other news Hopefully sources. Hopefully something higher yeah. news source than CNN. Uh, so what happened is, a long time ago, I don't remember exactly how long they, not, the scientists think off the Before 1969. Before 1969, an asteroid hit the moon yeah. near the South Pole. Okay. And this asteroid was made out of very heavy metals. Yeah. Um, I think, again, I didn't, I don't remember off the top of my head exactly what they and think the composition is. Then. I wasn't. I didn't get no to dinosaurs. see it happen. By the way, do that with half seriousness. That timing would have even been, uh, this was this was way back. Hundreds of thousands, millions, no, yeah, hundreds no. of millions I years ago. I assume it pre, pre um, do you have any sense of the timing of the asteroid or no? Uh, I, I don't remember. Off. I think the scientists have a guess. Yes. Yeah. So sometime in the last two to four billion years. Oh. Wow. We nailed it down. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. Perfect. Yeah. But so the, That's why he's an astrophysicist.
So we this do a is podcast our, called okay. Failure This is called Failure as a Podcast. It's, it's not about failures at all. It's about okay. success. Unfortunately, success achieved through failure. <laughs> and who are you, and what's the name of the company? And who are both of you? Up, here. Yes. And up close. Up your mouth. Up close. Okay. And, it's and don't worry about this. Yeah, don't worry. Sure. No one's going to really hear it. We are far more meaningless than you are. So. <laughs> Sounds good with me. So I'm Brendan. I'm Emily. Oh, nice and to meet you. The company we're working on is Sir Mixabot, and we make a robotic bartender. <laughs> that sounds like the name of a mix when I was a kid. I was no, a big... it's, it's a takeoff on a famous rapper. Oh, really? Called ah. Sir Mix-A-Lot. Oh, Mix-A-Lot. There we go. And his big song started, I like big butts, but I cannot lie. Oh, there we go. Mark you all the brothers can't deny. Scary, so, good story about that. Sir Mix-A-Bot is not infringement because we're in very different industries. We well, you'll find out when he comes after you. We used to say, I like mixed drinks and I cannot lie, and that was an issue. Interesting. <laughs> given that you're an IP a, a lawyer. Yeah, it all sounds good to me. No, you're, you're set to go. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so, no problem. I, I, wink, wink. So, all right. So, tell uh, for, us about first, this first of all, where's goddamn gin? Yeah. Because I wouldn't mind a good glass of gin. Yeah, well, tell us I, about this device. So, the device you see in person is basically Sir Mixabot 2.0. Yep. We call it the Sixer. It's a six-bottle version. Um, the one on the screen is Sir Mixabot 1.0. We call it the Mega. The main issue with the 10-bottle version was counter space. Yep. It was over four feet wide. People don't have that room in their home or their apartment. Yep. Um, so, the six-bottle is more similar to microwave dimensions. Um, and with six bottles, realistically, people also didn't have ten bottles of alcohol. So now this podcast is not a video podcast. And uh, just describe, I'm sure. guessing this thing mixes drinks. This looks like a 3D printer almost. Cut it, it out. Yeah, so MakerBots, um, for instance, the 3D printer was kind of an inspiration design-wise. Yep. We want to be kind of more tech-savvy, tech-forward. Um, so you have... For the Sir Mixabot Sixer, a carousel on top where you can load your six bottles. It's going to rotate into place and dispense the parts of different... Is uh, it automated? Fully automated? Fully automated. All you have to do is... It knows how to mix the drinks? Yeah. How many recipes does it have? Uh, Native to the app, over 8,000. And then you can customize those or add your own. What's the price point? Price point for the original version was $350 in a kit form and $450 pre-assembled. Is it gin included? Nope, lifetime supply. She's been sampling it, Kache. She won't admit it now with another board number on. Okay, so you're telling me this is an automatic drink mixer, and um, are you selling them? We are pre-ordering for us to mix about Sixer. We're currently out of stock on the Mega. Are you selling that already? Yeah, so we actually sold that uh, and went to customers around the world taking feedback from that to really focus on the section. And the large one, which we hold, what, 10 bottles? 10 bottles uh, in the row. uh, Kind of the big difference is in the old large one, the drink platform went back and forth. The bottle stayed in the same place. The new one, the the glass stays in the same place. The bottles will move. And is it got enough AI to know when to stop serving drinks or no? Future feature. Future feature. How would you would you actually have? Are you serious? So Uh, what are we gonna do? Commercial applications, definitely. You'll have ID readers. You'll have credit card readers. You'll have the ability to cut people off. Um, In the app too, you can uh, locate someone's IP and tell them. You can set maximums. Would you have a breathalyzer attached, or what are you thinking? We included that in our patent. Ah. 
Smart move. <laughs> Smart move. Okay, so that's got a nice design aesthetic. It almost looks like it's a leather-faced, uh, stitched leather front. Is that intentional? We're going for, so if you consider your traditional liquor cabinet, yeah. maybe it's made out of some nice oak or something. Yeah. We want to retain a bit of that feel, so we don't want a plasticky kind of yeah. tinny feel. We want something that is a little more classic. Um, and when finished, this is an unfinished version, but if you put a nice um, a nice finish on it, it, it actually looks more than the perks that it's made. Of. Will it uh, fold so I can put it away in the cabinet um, when the party's over? I think this is meant to be displayed. <laughs> the, it, yeah, you got to keep it out. Oh, now, really? You could take, the easy one to take off would be the top carousel. Yeah. So you can take the carousel off and maybe... Hey, how are you? Good to see you. We we're, we're live Mark's, right now. Mark's, Mark's home now. He sees drinks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, so anyway, you're saying you're going to take it apart a little bit. Okay. Um, it's meant to be set up, and if you want to transport it, sure, take the carousel off, but otherwise treat it as kind of a regular oh, yeah, And for something this cool, you have to be uh, have it as the center of, uh, center of attention, right? You want well, everyone to know you have it. the crowd. If your boss is over, you might not want to. <laughs> Um, so I have birds. Maybe you can take the top off and like put a little bird cage front on. The birds can hang out during the day and drinks at night. Why not? Bird, birds will sleep more. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. So um, I'm pre-order start when? You can pre-order this now. Um, We're also building out. Uh, we have these beta users that we're working with at the beginning of the summer who will get the first, first kits. Um, so we are looking, if anyone is really hands-on and excited to kind of work with us, we're looking for a couple more beta users. Is it a fair guess that your website is sirmixabot.com? That is correct, sirmixabot with a B.com. That's totally cool. All right, well, thank you. Thank this you very much. famous yeah, podcast. Nicely done. Look forward to hearing you on it. We'll so share. we do a world-famous podcast. We can sing harmony. Yes. Called Failure, the podcast. <laughs> and it's about yeah. success through failure. At least that's what we tell people. Okay. Um, it's generally not a, necessarily a bad sign to be on this podcast, but tell us who you are and tell us about your company. Thank you. Okay, so we are the Youth Media team. Uh, we are doing the device that's measuring your youth. Oh, and you we guys were brought over from, from Thailand, Thailand, right? Yes, Thailand. From, from uh, Katya. That's yes, great. And then, oh, yes, right. Uh, from Khonkan University, working with uh, Silicon Craft Technology, and then Good. come up with the device, as you see over here, that you basically just drop your urine so on. Do I need to pee right now? Um, <laughs> Please don't, Go Mark. to the restroom. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, not in front of us, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Well, that may be why the cameras are here. Yeah. And then this is uh, the way that how it works. is that you drop the urine in, and then you can see your biological age. Really? Happen on the application on the phone. Yep. No, it says I want to, why would I want to lower my DHEA? No, you want to up the level of DHEA. Let's see. This why, is, what does that mean? Let's see. This is, let's see, starting with, starting with we have our birthdays, like happy birthday. This is your 20th year. Right. But when you're getting older and older, the body doesn't reflect with the birth age. It seems to be depending on your lifestyle. You know? Mark's okay. body reflects yeah, his yeah. lifestyle. And uh, lifestyle. He's decrepit. I'm, I'm an old uh, 20. So yeah. If, if you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. If you are, you are, you know, you have a birth age. Uh, biological oh, age I is see. like a lower, so oh. it's good, good health. But if something happened over here, you tend to get more of chronic disease risk. 
and that's in the literature. So yeah. by the way, um, how quickly does the DA, DHEA level go up and down depending on your lifestyle? Uh, three months. Three months. So, three so months. Mark should not consider a bladder implant? <laughs> Can they do that? I don't know. It hurts. <laughs> so this is interesting. Okay. Okay. Yep, so anyway, uh, are you selling this yet? Uh, not yet. When yep. do you plan to sell it? couple of years, like one year oh. for uh, manufacturing and one year for collecting data. How about FDA years. approval? Do you need FDA? No, we are a lifestyle product. Oh, a lifestyle product. Well, yeah, so there's people not... Like, a, there's people like to run away and pee on sticks. Well, yeah, but it's, uh, you <laughs> know, there, it's not subcutaneous. It's not under the exactly. skin. Exactly. Because that's a different thing, non-invasive. And does it purport to tell you anything <laughs> and about it, your... And it's giving your, you information. It's yeah, not, yes, your DHEA level. I think it's great. I'm biochemist. So biochemists know everything in the blood. So just three things. Urine will have uh, biomarkers in your yep. urine too. So a lot to tell in your I urine. I have a lot of biomarkers. Yeah. yeah. So how did you come up with this particular idea? Well, let's see. You don't want to get to have any chronic disease. Yeah. Because... And the way you want to try to be away with it is that you know your health status yep. before things happen. And this is one of several ways. Yep. Ah, yep. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. We do a podcast called Failure of the Podcast. It's all about not failing. Okay. That's what we tell ourselves. Hi, who are you? I'm even cute. You are even killed. That no. is a great name. <laughs> I wish. Okay. I'm David Sinopetra. I'm the CEO. Nice to meet you. Yep, yep, yep. Tell us about even kill. All right. So we um, are a custom insole. We basically are trying to fit the, uh, the the gap between like somebody who's trying to go who might go to a doctor and doesn't want to pay five hundred dollars for a custom orthotic, I, but then like I'm one of those people. Yeah, doesn't really want to maybe you know just end up wasting 50 bucks on something that's not going to work right at, at like a CVS so uh, that's where we come in we make a basically oh, am, I, am I too far away I don't want to be too close yeah that's okay <laughs> keep talking um, so basically we, we use a, um, a web application to take photos of your feet yep. and we measure them uh, and we're starting to use machine learning to automatically measure the feet to use blockchain not yet. Okay. Don't You'll get there. Pay, pay no attention to blockchain. Keep going. Maybe eventually. I don't Keep know. Going. This is my Just machine learning. Okay. Nanoparticles. What's that? <laughs> um, eventually we'll get there. And then uh, basically the uh, so the, the, the points are all found. Right, right now we're feeding the system. So yep. we measure them out by hand. Um, it takes a, a while. So uh, at some point when we can when we are ready to scale, we'll have the, the machine learning do it for us. Um, but basically it's super easy to make. Super and, and as such, we can offer it for uh, these. Go for start at hundred dollars. They go up to one hundred and fifteen. Um, but they're the closest thing you can get to a custom orthotic without a prescription. So it how is, do you know what to do? Um, well, so actually, we we're founded in uh, we have a, a, a deep foundation in biomechanics, sports medicine. I come from a family. So does Mark. <laughs> my dad's a podiatrist. Oh, there we um, go. And so I've been working for him for about uh, 15, 20 years. Okay. Kind of losing track now. Yeah, that's right. And we have there's um, another there's another app here for you. <laughs> okay, keep going. We started uh, with a custom orthotic, um, and it's actually kind of uh, like a very similar. Um, the, the custom orthotic is very similar. Um, and we used to, uh, we still do actually, we take 
a biomechanical of uh, exam of the uh, patient, and we yep. get all this data from over the years. Is it only the bottom of the foot you take a picture of, or scan, or do you also scan their gait and everything else? Yeah, so it's actually just the bottom of the foot for, and, and then like with the the web app, we use um, four photos. So we're actually gathering a, a whole bunch of information. What was that uh, movie when we were younger? He may recall it, which is Hey, Walk Like Me. What was that with uh, Mel Brooks? Frankenstein oh, with Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "Walk like me. Young, uh, <laughs> walk uh, this way." Or yeah, walk this way. Remember that reference? Anyway, I, how do you avoid that? That I mean, so so it's a movie reference to a right. Mel Brooks movie where he where what's his face? Maybe it's Gene Wilder says. To, right, it's Young Frankenstein. I think yeah, you guys Frankenstein, are talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you avoid that issue? Put the candle back. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I mean, sometimes we'll tell people, "Look, you might need to to go to a podiatrist." We're not often customer facing, right? They find us through the web search or something like that. Uh, on our website, we'll say, "Look, we're we're trying to meet that that gap where, like, you may have uh, been recommended to get a custom orthotic, but don't want to spend the money on that. Uh, but you don't want to get a, a simple over-the-counter insole, something that's going to last you only a few months. Are there FDA issues or anything? No, like not this? at all. Um, okay. No, this is." This is all like, you know. Innocuous. Exactly. Okay. So is the use case for casual uh, footwear or for athletic footwear? Or um, both? It can be for both. But basically it depends on, on your your needs. Uh, we have products that, that vary. So basically you have a, a firm product. This could be for somebody who has, uh, who, who's maybe like uh, playing court sports, field sports, short term, you know, athletics, um, sprinters, right? right? Or you might use uh, the, the softer material if you're like a long distance runner or somebody who's on their feet. Well, that's, all what, day. that's why I got it. I'm, I'm a, I think, a supinator. Yep. And so you know, the high arch, maybe you roll yeah, out a little I'm bit heavy too much. And I'm a, I thought I you said you were a toker, a smoker, and a midnight no, no, joker. <laughs> that was a prior that was, podcast. That was my prior album. <laughs> uh, but Steve Miller stole that from yeah. me, bastard. But uh, I, I remember getting, getting than them, you and, they were, and they were a zillion dollars. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to understand. So the positioning would be not to charge me a zillion dollars. Exactly. We only want to charge you one quarter or fifth of, of that. A, uh, one zillionth of a zillion. <laughs> right. Okay. And, um, you know, really at the end of the day, this product might not be for everybody right. because we still firmly believe in custom orthotics. Right. We very much think that, like, look, if you have severe pain or, right. or problems, yeah, go see a podiatrist. And so because of that, we've actually created a provider program with our product where uh, uh, we're hoping that providers will recognize that, like, hey, look, I've got um, the, the you, you might need the high-end product, but you might not, and then right. this is for you. This is a product that I can customize that um, even after it, it comes back to them, they can. it's very easy to manipulate this. And will this, this be in the, mall, lo, the local mall someday? I hope so. You know, like a little kiosk. Yeah, no, right. Feel. Is that your Absolutely. model, actually, to, to, well, no, but like, uh, to be able to do, like, a, a 3D printer every, type everything thing? Is, everything is actually pretty light. Okay. I mean, we manufacture in Brookline. Um, okay. Really? And oh. so, you know, we, we, manu we manufacture on CNCs. Okay. They're a little messy, so right. I wouldn't necessarily put one in a mall yet until oh. I figure out how to, like, keep it quiet so, and so clean. So, at, at, at CES this, this past January, there was a number of um, things like this, not necessarily around feet, but mm -hmm. there was a... Uh, get your, you know, eyeglasses yeah, fitted yeah, yeah. by, you know, uh, uh, the camera took pictures of your your retinas or something. Yeah, sure. Some crap like that. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of these where it's, again, kind of one-offs in different areas where it's very expensive 
to yeah. do things. Is, is that was that a sort of, long freaking question. I would what try, was your I was, point? I would, my point is, how does this fit within that, or are you different? Are you better? Is using the mobile phone the right way to get this measurement? I think they're so. Because they're doing that with like M. Taylor and some of those others. Right, right. Um, yeah, and M. Taylor is actually one of those. It's a great like model and, and something that we looked at a lot right. you know, and how they did it. Um, we decided that we could go lighter. We could go much cheaper right. um, by doing a web app instead of a native um, iOS or Android app, um, at least at the outset. I mean, at some point, we might you know, upgrade to that point. To right. that point. Um, but some of the things that they do, is, it's, it's really cool. You, know, you, you put your, your phone on a wall. You stand in a certain position and turn, right? right. We, all we're asking for is four simple photos. So in a way, I think it's a lot better because like, uh, it, it's, it's lighter. It's easier to do. Right. You know, I, I, I honestly but, think that... Why CNC versus 3D printing? Oh, great question. Um, the, the fact of the matter is... My phone's telling me this is a scam likely. I don't think that's about you. That's the call. <laughs> okay, keep going. So, so we actually have looked a lot at 3D that's, printing and that's why... His, that's his porn name. <laughs> keep going. Likely. <laughs> keep going. This will make no sense on an audio podcast. <laughs> but, but we don't make any sense, so it's good. So go back to why CNC and anyway. not. Yeah, nobody well, listens. I mean, first time I saw that was my my friend here. He he showed me it was scam likely right. coming in on his phone. I said I've never seen that before. This was oh, really? Like and and now he's here. That was yeah. so bizarre. This is yeah. scam likely. That's, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's funny. Okay. No. Okay. So why not? Yeah. Why okay. Not so 3D no, why printing? not three D printing? Basically, the materials. It's oh, really? the Material science right now. We can't. We haven't found a cheap way to three D print soft soft materials. I'm like oh. these these um, are vulcanized materials. It's basically two densities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to get this kind of combination um, without... Uh, Do you remember Incredible Edibles for New York Kid? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> now you lost me. Mark does. <laughs> you made little dragons. I wish I had some edibles now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a liquid sugar that you poured into a mold. Okay. And it ended up being... No, no, they weren't a sugar. That was something else. It was a... Uh, you made little dragons out of uh, a mold, a hot mold with plastic. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that like a thermoforming. Work. Yeah, thermoforming. Right. So this is CNCing, and then I guess we that would be incredible edibles. <laughs> Those were like crazy dragons or something. I, yeah. I think you had a few too many edibles in Ann Arbor <laughs> growing up. That's all Keep I can going. say. <laughs> but thermoplastics or anything—that is, CNC is the only way to do this right now. The only way to do our product. I mean, there's other products, sure, you can yeah. probably. But this is this is how we chose to do it because it's inexpensive and it's quick. Okay. 3D printing takes. How long before you ship the thing to them? Though? Uh, so we can turn this around in about two hours. Oh really? Yeah. And what do you FedEx it to them? Yeah. I mean, well, we right now we're just post. We're a startup. I mean, FedEx. We'd love to, but they uh, drive it over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of them do. It. <laughs> you know what you should do is yeah, hook up with the guys from send, NASA over Draper. Yeah, team up with Grubhub. I send Scam Likely to uh, to run down the street. Exactly. <laughs> he gets on his boost board and shoots it down the road. Totally cool. Join us. I mean, he does. Hey, join us. Hey, we're uh, Mark and Dave from from the infamous Failure of the Podcast. We are the number one failure podcast on... Player.fm. Player.fm. Right. Player. It's FM? true. There's a reason I didn't you've never heard of Player.fm. <laughs> well, I'm excited. There's a reason you never heard of us. I'm excited right now. I'm really excited right now. This is good. <laughs> you don't look it. <laughs> Tell us who you are and what your product is. Uh, my name. Service. Yeah, sure. My name is Matthew Iorio. I am with 88 Pharma. Uh, 
We are developing an opioid abuse term packaging system. Whoa. Yeah, so this is... Mark might need that right away. <laughs> uh, well, this is a packaging uh, system that we're developing uh, that is designed to hold opioid medications. Uh, you can't really see it, but the, the bottle is set up. Uh, it's a double-layered bottle so that... Uh, you can hold a vacuum in the bottle, and the vacuum, I'll try to operate this thing with one hand. See, it's easier to do this presentation. What does it do? If people can see it, it's so a lot is this, easier. Is this to capture the sharps? <laughs> this, no, no, this isn't to capture the sharps. So this is to hold pills. Uh, to hold when you pills. Go, yeah, Got oh, it. Oh, okay. When you go to your... That's what it looked like it was, it was trying to be a... You said this was jumping the sharps. No, 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 no. Sharps. Sharps. Because remember, we looked at a company yeah, a number of years yo, ago. they're doing great. They are. Uh, health Beacon. Health Beacon. Oh, that, 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 that you know does, Health Beacon? I don't oh, they're doing think they're well, uh, Irish, Irish company. Should, I hear they're doing great. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard that as a matter of fact. Okay. So the idea is that... that Shout vacuum, out to Health Beacon. The vacuum layer... Give us another listener. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. So, I'm sorry. down piston right oh here yeah. on the piston you put an antagonist the antagonist mark's an antagonist he's I, an antagonist I, yeah <laughs> yes, he's a, we're getting we're getting are, are we is this gonna blow up in a blow up in our face better you're an we're antagonist than an agonist this looks oh, like water so you put your antagonist on that piston that's held down by the vacuum yeah and you put your carousel on the top of it you can do that i'll hold the mic all that's right all. sounds good so then when you go to your uh physician, are the feds gonna run in when you finish this process they will not none of these things that i have on this table it, are is this controlled. is this another episode of breaking bad <laughs> <laughs> so when you go to your physician you yeah. get two prescriptions you get one for your pain medication yep. you get another prescription for the pill bottle when oh. you go to the pharmacist the pharmacist loads your medication into the pill bottle uh, that's just uh, everyday aspirin every, yeah, these are just why is it that everybody that meets me needs that well why <laughs> mark's grabbing for anything that looks like a pill i'd watch okay. out <laughs> keep going so when you go to the pharmacist, they've loaded your pills into this. It's got a timer and a passcode. Yeah. You, you know your passcode, but your kid doesn't know your passcode. Right. Your neighbor doesn't passcode. So theoretically, that will keep them out of the pill container. And it's got a timer. So if you have a prescription for take out two pills every four to six hours, you shouldn't be able to get out more than two pills every four hours. Do any of the uh, coaches who are being indicted in a connection with the Stanford scam know the passcode? <laughs> well... They that have. was a long one, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I threw him. <laughs> Just checking. I'm, it's a head scratcher. <laughs> so let's say you really want these pills. You know, yeah. you really, really. I really need a pill. You really need a pill. Yeah. You smash the thing open with the hammer. Yeah, what happens so then? Smashing it open oh, is going to release that it. vacuum, oh, and then it's going to coat oh, your pills so cool. with the antagonist. With what? What's the antagonist? The antagonist. So like bitter apple? No, no. So you've got. <laughs> <laughs> I can work so your antagonists are, are your pain medications, oh, but your antagonists are like your Narcan's, oh. the reversal drugs. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah, so, so you coat your you, ba you basically you screw them, you screw them up. So then, yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Oh, so is great. this is this a compliance play? Is this a, a, a you know when you when you look at this, it's a it's, money it, making play, Mark? Well, no, no doubt. But uh, are you trying? Is it deterrence? Is it compliance? Is it both? Uh, yeah, a little bit of everything. So there, it's a platform technology. Okay. There so, we go. It's called the Opatoxy platform, and we can okay. use it for a couple of different things. You can use it for medication-assisted treatment. Right. There are huge areas of the country that you cannot get your medication-assisted treatment. He's showing us a map, and Mark's home is like... 
just uh, doubly highlighted. Yeah, it's, it's on dark there. purple. <laughs> dark purple. Well, that's good. That means and there's, there's a yellow lot of tape around police lines around it. Sorry. So these people in these remote areas normally they wouldn't be able to easily right. access that this medication. Great. But with the technology like this, holy shit, maybe well, a lot more antagonists. Sorry, yeah, dumping the antagonists <laughs> on the table. Uh, that sort of potentially unlocking the ability this is to ship. a great ship. idea. So uh, you're saying here, hold this mic. I'm yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm back to oh, holding the okay. mic. Potentially um, you could ship out the medication yeah. to the remote areas. So, and I, so I don't think anyone hearing this would understand what we saw, but what we saw was a pill dispensing device that is loaded with a, um, an extra compound that if you break into the pill dispensing device at the wrong time, that extra compound called the antagonist, antagonist yep. will actually uh, nullify the pills. That's a great damn idea. So That's are you the idea. first person to come up with this? Uh, so I Hold have, the mic to your mouth. I've got a patent that's pending on this, and so I, I've definitely developed this thing a lot farther than... Have you seen anything like this before? It's a great idea. I've never seen anything quite like this before. So well, this, I noticed uh, he threw in quite. He sounds like a lawyer. <laughs> well, no. Is there no, any, there, there any office action yet? There are, <laughs> smart, there are smart bottles out there. So there yeah, are oh, smart bottles. Really? Yeah, there what are do smart, they do? And so, uh, uh, Amazon bought one recently. Oh, it, smart pill? That's similar. But those are, those are dispensers yeah. more than anything. They're more yeah. dispensers. It's, yeah, yeah. it's about dispensing and pre-packaging. Exactly. And if you really want your pill, you can always smash those That's things right. open. So what the novel component of this is that if you smash it open, it puts that antagonist on your pills. This is a guy that wrote his own patent takes it the next Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> um, what is I had help for that one. What is that stuff you have up in the supply up your house? Narcam? Narcan. Yep. Narcan. Narcan. Is there any application to this where you can like turn the pill when they break in into a Narcan pill? It would be coated with the Narcan, and the oh. Narcan's actually a little bit stronger of a binder than, than usually. Oh. So you could have some novel antagonists yeah. to mix in. We're yeah. trying to use a, actually a known antagonist, and so that, that actually makes it a lot easier to develop this product. Can you do anything like this with a, uh, uh, a phone so that when a teenager picks up a phone, it turns into a book? Oh. <laughs> so I've actually done a variant of this where I put candy in here and then hot sauce at, in the bottom <laughs> component. All right. And my kids, normally they love you know candy, but you put that on there, it's the antagonist. They will yep. not. They will not like touch it. it. Yeah. So, so there's an application can, for this platform in sort of the food or diet management. If you want to keep your kids out of the candy, this definitely is a way to do it. No. The other thing that we can do with this is that when you get your prescription bottle home, you can see Hold this other the chart. Up your mouth. Actually, nobody at home can see this other chart. Uh, so most of the prescription pills that people abuse, you see 53% right, right here, yeah. are the uh, excess medication that you get from legally from your doctor, but it's sitting in your medicine cabinet right now. You didn't fill, finish your... Uh, your pain meds. No, the vast majority of people don't finish their pain right. meds, and so it sits in the medicine cabinet, and those are the prescription pills that you can easily go oh, anywhere. so you put a time lock on this. So you put a timer on it, so if you've got a 30-day prescription at 40 days or whatever it happens to be, automatically deploys, automatically destroys that medication. Now, oh, that's a really great that's idea. That's a great idea. And so what, how cheaply can you make this? Uh, so I'm trying to make it really, really cheap. <laughs> I'm trying to make this. Can you uh, make it for a dollar? No, I don't think I can make it for a dollar. Okay. Uh, um, I'd love to get this thing down to like a ten dollar price point. Really? To try to That's make not it bad. Have you talked to possible. CVS? I have talked to uh, some payers. Uh, they look at this thing and they see it as something for very high risk people. Yeah. Which like you Mark. know is a place to start. So you know, a high risk person maybe has an addict in their home or they've got a history of abuse. You could potentially provide them with pain medication which, you know, they can, addicts break their leg, right? Right. Uh, you can provide them with pain medication in a manner that would be a lot less abusable. Well, this is fascinating. I think so. This is great. Well, your name and the company again? Yeah, my name is Matt Iorio, and it's 88 Pharma. Oh, nice 88 to meet Pharma. you. Yeah.
Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So who are you and what do you yeah. do? Yeah, we're, we're Ecosystems. We're an agri-tech company. Um, and we make smart micro greenhouses. Oh, cool. Yeah, so this is our first one. It's for culinary herbs. Um, this one, you know, you can grow basil, dill, cilantro. Right. Um, we're also developing a bigger plant, a bigger system for cannabis as well. Okay. Um, and there's some cool technology in here. So we control the temperature, humidity, lighting, the water. And all that data gets sent to the cloud. Okay. We, we analyze it create these optimized growing recipes, and then we send them back out to the systems. Now, you are graduates of a very, very famous program at MIT, as I recall. No, we're all from Cornell, but... No, no, no. Even well, more famous than Cornell. The Connected Things program. Why did, were you in, were you in... Uh, you were in the village yeah, at Connected yeah, we were, Things. Oh, that's right. Oh, that Mark. I, I should I have known that. <laughs> he, he, he knew that. He forgot. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. We, we did also do a customer discovery program at, through MIT. Okay. You did, okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we only care about connected things. Yeah, yeah. So how, did, how is <laughs> the this rest thing of the going? Place sucks. Are you selling? <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. Um, how is the sales, or how are sales going? So we have. Get my uh, verbs correct. Yeah. We have 16 of these um, around the East Coast. So Boston, New York City, yep. Connecticut. They're in beta right now. Um, but like I said, we're, we're doing that transition now, so we are developing that new product for cannabis. All right. We have five of them. Uh, four of them are at Ben's house. One's at mine. Uh, and yeah. A lot Two. of 420. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Do That's they... a reference that I'll explain to you later. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. So now on the cannabis side, how large is that unit? Um, we can probably talk about that more. The, the cannabis unit is about five feet tall by one foot by two foot for the footprint. D Dave, the answer really is, it's awesome. <laughs> I got the munchies. Um, so tell me, is there a, is there like a, a cover, is there a camera in there to make sure you're not raised? What's the limit on how much cannabis you can grow in your own home? Yeah, so there's a camera inside the unit so you can uh, track the growth of your plant through the app. Okay. Um, and then you can grow two to three ounces each harvest. So, and it takes about three months. And uh, does it help you do that or to stay compliant? Yeah, so the, the app sends you notifications when you need to add water or when you need to prune, train, or harvest the plant. Does it, like, suggest you smoke some now so you don't go over the limit? Oh, yeah. It, su it suggests you stay medicated all the time. All right, so <laughs> on a serious note, oh. and I know that's one of your use cases. Yeah. I'm going to get criticism. So I've seen, I saw one of these from, um, I've seen a few things like this where it's sort he of has a, one at home. No, 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 where it's sort of a He'll farm in a box. Right, right. So is, is your objective holding the marijuana thing aside? Is your objective to be much more of a commercial thing or is this for primarily homes or, you know, small? Home and garden. Yeah, I mean, right now we're exploring both markets. Okay. So there's definitely a consumer market. Um, we're looking to apply the technology in a business setting as well and we'll see which one, which one yeah, works. Like How much of the technology? Greentown Labs had a, had a company that grew out of there with you know one of the uh, incubators that I think they're doing you know a freight truck type yes. thing. I oh, I thought that was great. How much of the technology that you're developing would apply in just a greenhouse? So the idea is to it, it's, it doesn't really greenhouses don't really want the data right now. At least for cannabis, they're, they're more focused on just like rapid growth, not so much optimization. Yep. Um, but in the future, the idea is to is to make that data valuable for them as well. The data that we collect with these guys. All right. So the sensors in here are what? You said camera. Yeah. So there's a camera. There's a temperature and humidity. There's okay. water sensors. Um, and so we're really 
through other ways as well, um, regulating all the different parameters of plant growth. Okay. And how is it communicating with the cloud? It's all, all AWS. Yeah, okay. Really. And how are you get? I, I, how are you getting there? Are you, is it Wi-Fi? Is it cellular? Is it's, it you don't care? It's, it's Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's Wi-Fi. Okay. Do cellular. Do cellular. How does the um, how would the payment plan work? What are these going to cost? Oh, yeah, what what's, yeah, what, yeah, what's the commercial model? So um, these ones we sold for three hundred each, oh. and the pods we sold for three dollars okay. each. But the cannabis ones going to be it's a bigger system, more expensive, thousand dollars, and then. Um, we are. We want to do a monthly subscription, fifty dollars a month for the replenishables as well as the botany service. Oh, so talk about the replenishables. Is it a cartridge you slip in there or what? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a pod of organic soil and the seed that comes with so, it. So, but you can't sell cannabis seed, can you? No, we're not going to be selling it. We're going to have a uh, seed partner that fulfills that for okay, us. Okay, got it. Yep. As opposed to seed funding. <laughs> <laughs> He's been I, I know you're all hearing day. all the jokes. I apologize. <laughs> These are all dad jokes. I'm just hoping they're not recycled from like the other the other podcasts. You know? No, no, no. <laughs> um, I, I think I saw Part something like this on Shark Tank too. But it's more for house plants, and it wasn't a fully, you know, it wasn't an enclosure at all. But it was sort of a subscription service, and I think they were intrigued. But I think that they were put off by the you know the monthly recurring cost of it. So how do, you, how do you sort of view that as part of your model, as you explore your model? When you mean recurring costs, you, you monthly fee. Monthly fee. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we've been, we've been told to, you know, be careful of forcing people into a subscription. Right. Um, but we really think the botany service is, is critical, you know? Right. So, so it should be, if we do it the right way, a no-brainer for people. So how, okay. looking at this unit here, which appears to be about very two nice. feet by one foot by whatever, by one and a half feet, how much could I realistically grow in there, not in terms of cannabis, but herbs of other varieties? Right, so um, you can grow uh, enough to flavor enhance your meals. Um, it's not it's not enough to have a salad every day, uh, but it is enough to have spice and... Uh, so you clip some dill or you get a, a couple of it's leaves of like cilantro a fish tank. or basil. Like a fish tank. It does look like a fish tank. I think it's very, very cool. I mean, the Thank cannabis you. at five feet seems like you can raise some serious weeds, so to speak. Um, <laughs> the things but you learn this. about your podcasting partner. <laughs> <laughs> but this looks rather, rather ornamental. Okay, and that's the point. So you're, you're trying to get some serious chronic. That's what you're trying. To <laughs> Aesthetics some are very important as well. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Hopefully, um, this is good luck. Good luck. Yeah.